It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Club at 22, the Rangers podcast is supported by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off, plus free shipping with code CLUBAT22. Your balls will thank you. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Reaction to Rangers 1, Dundee United now in a very foggy, cold day at Ibrox. Uh, bit of a slog, but we got there. I am your host Scott Carney, I'm joined by Ali Pearson. Thank fuck for that, that's all I can say. <laughs> Scott Gable? Yeah, three points, that's all that matters in the end, isn't it? That is all that matters, yes. Um, less than a classic, I think that's probably been a bit polite about the game. Uh, but we've got there in the end and I suppose that's all really does that matters. The start 11 was... Raised a few eyebrows, I'm not going to be honest. It was McGregor, Tavernier, Golchin, Bassey, Patterson, Lundstrom, Kamara, Arfield, Kent, Morelos and Hadji. Massive shock, Ali, that Aribo's not there. Yeah, I mean, I did mention in the, the preview that Aribo was one booking away from uh, missing the old firm. I still would have played him because, as we mean, Carney said, he's not a dirty play- player, Joe Aribo. And, uh, yeah... It was a bit weird not to see him. I thought it was weird not to see Sakala as well because I thought the way Dundee United was set up, we could get joy there. And um, yeah, I would like to know a Rangers fan that predicted that starting lineup. I don't think there was one. Scott, your thoughts on the team? Yeah, it's a strange one. I keep on saying that there's two positions that I'm never sure about, and that's usually the right side of midfield along with Kamara and whoever's playing out on the right, be that Hadji, be that Sakala. Um, Aribo not starting wasn't a massive surprise given that booking was there and we probably did need to freshen the team up a wee bit and then obviously Barisic obviously taken ill during the game midweek it wasn't a huge well the only option you really had um, was Patterson because um, as we keep on saying Simpsons yeah, I mean, although he was on the bench today I think Simpsons time at Rangers is up so not a huge shot it was a weird weird team to see 
and Dundee United were missing quite a few players today, particularly in the middle of the park. So whether Van Bronckhurst looked at it and thought we should have enough to beat Dundee United, and we should have enough to beat Dundee United without Joe Rebo, um that's probably what he thought. Possibly is what he thought. Um, I'm a wee bit shocked. Obviously, into the game immediately, Tav lined up at centre back, <laughs> made the whole of Ibrooks go, What is that? What, what, what is happening there? Uh, I think it lasted all of about two minutes before eventually uh, Parson got moved out to the left hand side and Tav moved back to right back, obviously with Goldson and Bassey in the middle of the, the middle of the defence. Um, the first half, I really don't know what to pull out of the first half. It was a non event. The Rangers were poor, uh, really poor. I thought there was nothing happening in either of the final thirds. Um, I'll get on to it early. Yanis Hadji was awful. Um, I, maybe the worst half I've seen Yanis Hadji, to be honest. I didn't think anything really came off from him in that half. And in hindsight, it's a beautiful thing having Hadji and Kamara in the same team. To do that role the way that Gio's having his lined up, I'm not sure 100% works, but I literally have nothing to report on the first half. Ali, anything to add? <laughs> like you said, setting up, we were all going right past and I'll play left back here. We set up, as you said, with um, Goldson playing left sided centre half, Tav is the right sided centre half, Parts in the right back <laughs> and Bassett left back. Everyone in Ibrox went. <laughs> what is going on here? Apart from Jamie Lowe. Apart, well, apart from Jamie apart Lowe, from Jamie yes, Lowe, apart but from Jamie it was Lowe. utterly bizarre. And it lasted, you said, Scarney, it lasted all of two minutes yeah. and then they shuffled into how we thought it all should be. Whether that was a ploy, that, I really do not know what it was. I'd love to ask Gio, but it was a extreme non event the first half. I mean, I know Scotia's main man is Hadji, but I'm sorry. Yanis Hadji that, that first half was absolutely woeful. Everything he touched just it just wasn't coming off for him today at all. And um why we persist with him on the right hand side is beyond me. Didn't he work under Gerard and it isn't he working under G- under Gio? To me, you play him in the middle of the park, that's where he is. He's wasted out in the right, and once again it proves why don't play him on the right hand side. And I, I hope Gio looked at that today, we'll obviously come out the second half and see that I, for going forward, don't play him there because oh, he was terrible today, Hadji. I mean, he's been good for us, Hadji, but it just wasn't his day. No, Scotia, you're his. He's your man. He's your man. Um, defend him. Yeah, I've been, I've been I'm walking down Fairsley Road today and I was um, pretty quiet because I was trying to find ways ways to defend him. And yeah, I don't disagree, he was pretty poor today. Um, he wasn't alone to be fair but, no, no, but I think yeah, that's what was going to come on to I don't think the whole team in that first half were great and Hadji was the one that was getting the ball all the time because Kent was getting like double marked as he usually is so we were always trying to play through Hadji and as soon as Hadji has his first couple of poor touches it just kind of followed on from there but having Lundstrom and Kamara in the same team against Dundee United I don't think helped our yeah. field looked a wee bit lost yeah. because you had Lundstrom and yeah. Kamara there so because Hadji was the one that we were going to all the time, he was the one making mistakes. He's the more obvious one people people go in the back of straight away. And as well, because he's playing out on the right-hand side, when you hit like a long ball for him to try and run onto, he's not going to give you the same that Kent gives you out on the left-hand side there. And it never works, and people just got on his back. Too much for my liking, but as you say, <laughs> I, am, I am a big Yanis Hadji fan, so... I'll probably be far more lenient than yeah, you guys I, I, with me. I think he's an easy target at times, Hadji, because we look on the left-hand side with Ryan Kent, who 
has got pace, flicks, tricks and everything. That's not Hadji's game. And I think a lot of people looking at the right hand side at that. But I just thought the balance was all wrong the first half. Yeah. As we said, as Scotia just alluded there, Lundstrom and Kamara, we don't need two sitting midfielders a game against Dungeon United who are missing half their midfield and it was a non-event the first half. Yeah, Lundstrom offered very little, um, very little, if anything, in that first half and obviously we, we get to half-time and it's still nothing each and I'm not stretching things when I say that's the worst half of football we've seen under Gio by a long, long way, really very, very far uh, and obviously it led to a change. We took off Lundstrom and we brought on Scott Wright and we started the second half much more positive, looked more dangerous because we had a bit of pace in the team and it wasn't just relying on um, Ryan Kent. However, I don't want to be too critical uh, because we have come out with three points but up until the point we're about to talk to, Ali, it was still nothing was really happening. Scott Wright had a chance he should do better with, but Alfredo has a half chance to disguise. But still, it was it was a tough watch today. Yeah, it was hard. I thought the tempo it was too slow at times. I mean, I'll give Gio praise in terms of he, he changed it straight on half time. He recognised well, that we, we don't need two sitting midfielders. Yeah. Took Lundstrom off. Put Scott. I thought Scott Wright was bright for ten minutes and then. Fell away with the game, to be honest. He had that one chance, which I probably should score. I'd need to see the back. The goalkeeper maybe did well with the save, but we huffed and puffed. And it just looked like one of the games that we could possibly play all day and not score, to be honest. It just had a feel of that, to be honest. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't a best display, Scott. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I mean, I mean, obviously, at half-time, he all came in uh, the concourse and the club deck and started speaking about it. And you both were like, right, Lundstrom and Hadji off. I was like, I reckon he'll take Lundstrom off and maybe put like a Sakal on mm-hmm. and bring Hadji more centrally. But it was right that he'd done so. He, he did do that. And you could see Hadji started playing a wee bit better. You know, he was a wee bit more control yeah. of the Agreed. ball. Um, he didn't have to make those bursting runs. So he was a wee bit more in more control. But yeah, it, it reminded me an awful lot of the see the first half of the St. Johnson game in Wednesday night there it was similar to that for long periods today mm-hmm. it was in the crowd again it's the second second game in a row I've noticed the crowd getting really really agitated quickly on very quickly on yeah. more so than we even were under Gerard earlier in the season which is a strange one for me because you know we've, we've been doing great under Gio but I suppose that's kind of what that brings you play so well that the crowd expects us to be brilliant all the time which we're not going to be all the time these are the kind of the, the result today is the kind of result that wins you leaks. So yeah, I can't disagree with that, mate. I really can't. Obviously, but then on to the the penalty um, to Rangers. Uh, the three words that we all love to hear, and the three words that we needed today to score a goal. Uh, it's a blatant handball. It's the most penalties of yeah, the most penalties of penalties that you would imagine, and the cojones of James Tavernier to step up and bury a pressure penalty. Um, very well taken, and it was a. A massive sigh of relief around Ibrooks. Yeah, I think that was the only way we were going to score for a penalty set piece or something. It was um stonewall penalty. I've seen it back before this. Yeah. It is a stonewall penalty. Yes. The guy handballs it, the guy even knows when he handballs it, it's a stonewall penalty. And um we all look and go, Oh, Kamar Riff isn't he here, he's not even in the team. It's Tav and the way we were playing today it was is it one of the days and You've got to take your hat off to James Tavern. He stepped up, he showed he's a captain of Rangers and he drilled that right into the the left hand side, right hand side of the keeper and it was it was a great penalty. And um I hats off to Tav. I thought Tav was good today and mm-hmm. um he showed 
why he's a Rangers captain today and he delivered. Yeah, Scotia, you had the privilege of coming over and sitting next to me in the second half, which is a very rare occurrence. Um, but, I mean, you cast off the tav. That's a, that, as pressure penalties go, the way we were playing, that's a pressure penalty. Yeah, no, it is. And, I mean, we turned to each other and went, oh, Ruth's not playing. Ruth's not even <laughs> the bench. It's going to fall to tav again. And we've been harsh on tav because he missed a couple last season. But that's two he's taken now since um, or when Ruth's not been playing. And he's put them away both really comfortably and um, I th- I give credit to the linesman because I think it was the linesman that was waving his flag about like a maniac to give that <laughs> because I don't think that it, I don't can't remember who the referee was um, but I don't think he was giving it until the, the linesman flagged for it so fair play to the ref there yes ref was hopeless again but again we'll not get into that because we're coming with three points look and Rangers kind of ride the luck a wee bit Dundee United get one chance right in the death of the game uh, where they hit the they hit the bar even before that we should probably have made it too with a break away from Morelos who did really well to win the ball and Hamaribo broke forward um, obviously Joe Aribo came on um, for Scott Arfield and again Aribo didn't really do himself any justice he should really be scoring that one but we get there and we get we get the three points and these are the kind of games and the messages that have come in to me already have been about us getting the three points and this is the games that wins your leagues. Um, the sponsors, man of the match tonight was Yanis Hadji. They are taking the piss that with that one. That's was a sponsor yeah, today, actually. Uh, literally, I cannot... I turned around to you right before it got announced and said, nearly said that'll be hard yeah because you were trying to wind me up yeah no I, the Rabona flick and the, the, the failed attempt to keep the ball in the corner from Hadji no five minutes to go today I like Yanis Hadji but today no not for me there is not a chance in hell that he is man of the match in my, in my personal opinion I thought he was he was poor and I'm surprised he stayed in the park as long as he done just my opinion however but we've got out with three points it's a massive three points it keeps this run going we've kept the zero yet again and I, again Yes, we could ask for a better performance. We're going to get these games. These games are going to crop up in Scottish football the way the league goes and we've managed to come out with three points. So, my man of the match today was James Tavernier um, just for his, his, his persistence and obviously getting his, that um, that goal with the penalty. Uh, so, I'll give it to James Tavernier. Ali, your man of the match? Yeah, I'd just like to quickly say, like you said, there, a lot of Rangers fans went today, I think, thinking we were going to give Dungeon United a hiding. And, Me included. Uh, yeah, and it, that's not how football works a lot of the time. But at the end of the day, we've come out with three points. We are seven points clear. Um, we can enjoy our Christmas going into the Boxing Day. But yeah. yes, I 100%. I thought Glenn Kamara was very good as well, but I'm the same. To me, I thought Tav was really good. He was pushing forward at times. I thought he defended well at times. And he took that pressure penalty. So for me... James Tavernier Scotia if you say hi Jay I'm never letting you on this podcast again I was going to do it as um, yeah, it's, I mean I, every time I come on and speak about like, team performances under Geo there's not really one big standout maybe apart from Maribo midweek there um, and McGregor against Hearts but I thought a lot of the players didn't play great and those that did play pretty good yeah there wasn't much between them so I'm going to give it to Alfie Mm. I thought Alfie was pretty good. Did he not nick it away, but it was offside? Yeah. Yeah, I, I know I scored the back. Back. Yeah. I was back. close that one, mate. I did. Yeah, because I, I didn't really. There wasn't many complaints, and I wasn't. Well, I should have that like a madman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but I thought Alfie again had another another good performance, staying where he needs to stay. Yeah, and obviously, when, you, when you've got players round about you, like Arfield and Hadji not playing at their best, I thought he'd done really well, because sometimes, if it's Alfie up by himself, you could just get isolated and you completely fall out of the game but I thought he was 
pretty decent throughout yeah. the course of the game. Yeah, and Nathan Patterson, you've got to give a wee shout to him. He's obviously playing left back, it's not his position. He's not a left back. He's though. not a left back. <laughs> no, he isn't a left back. But again, though, I think he kind of grew into yeah. the role as the game went on and he was he was pretty solid towards the end. But look, the three points is all that mattered today after the experience that we've after the experience of the first half anyway that we had we had to sit through. Uh, and yeah, we go into the Christmas break now, seven seven points are well not really a Christmas break for us we went to Christmas Day seven points ahead um, no matter what so that's all we can ask for we've managed to get the job done Ali thank you very much no problem have a good Christmas everyone and um, we'll see you in Boxing Day hopefully Scotia aye cheers no that was a good one no well hopefully oh, we'll, we'll, we'll speak to them beforehand Ali literally has no idea how this podcast is so run by just so everybody knows <laughs> Ali's got no clue how this podcast runs we will be back with a club deck corner uh, before Christmas if you choose not to tune into that have a good Christmas see I got you that's what I meant I got you but yeah Rangers roll on we're seven points clear that's all we can ask for we are club at 22 the Rangers podcast we'll speak to you all on Tuesday cheers everybody Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.